I'm with Linda Hartley. Hi, Linda. Hi, Serge. Hi. So, Linda, you um, you started in life as a dancer, then became a somatic psychotherapist. How's That's right. Yes. So, how did I get from there to there? Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, even before I was dancing, I, I, I need to say that writing was my first interest, but I, I, I came into dance quite late, and I came into a field of dance, being called new dance, which actually led me quite quickly into recognizing the healing and therapeutic aspects of, of, of dance and, and movement, and a, a way of working that was really about connecting to the inner sense of the body. So I was quite quickly working in the somatic field of dance work and that took me to study many different practices but primarily body-mind centering with um, Bonnie Bainbridge Cohen and that became a foundation for the somatic movement practice that I uh, still am very much involved with and it was really out of that work recognizing the depth that the somatic work could take um, myself and others, my students and clients, that led me to want to train in psychotherapy. So it, it, it was out of a need for finding ways to both support and, and hold and contextualize what was coming up in the, in the somatic work that, uh, that, that my path led me into psychotherapy. That's a very that's a very interesting um, uh, you know different path from say people who started with um, uh, psychology psychotherapy. What you're saying is that there's an experience in dance that experiencing the healing aspect of it and uh, the somatic part, and that psychology psychology was a way of contextualizing what your experience was. Absolutely, I feel I learned so much. Um, psychology, if you like, through the somatic work, through the somatic practices, but I didn't really have the language or, or the, the theory or the therapeutic skills at that point to, to really work in the depth that I knew that that work could, uh, could offer. So um, I think my psychotherapy training was a lot about bringing that somatic work into another level of uh, a more conscious level, which I also see as reflecting the, the developmental process from the sensory, emotional, emotional um, processes into the more cognitive, um, mental cognitive processes that the infant and child are going through. So I kind of went through my own development in a way mm-hmm. in in that uh, in that way of training. Yeah, so the, the body is still very much a base and ground for what I do. Um, the somatic work. Yeah, and it's very interesting in a sense of um, uh, you know what integrating different disciplines is. Is that you have one, and uh, you sense something through the movement, through the somatic part about the psychological. So the phenomenon exists in and of itself, but you need to learn another language, another perspective, uh, in order to draw more about that side. And once you have learned both the somatic and the psychology and integrated both in your own life, practice, and experience, something else comes out of it. 
Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And I think there's something about, um, Jung talked about this, didn't he? Um, the, the need to address at all the levels for um, material to be completely, to be fully integrated. So there is something about, for me, each of these disciplines really needing the other to fulfill its potential. So the, the somatic needing the, the psychological and the, the, the languaging of the experience and, and the, the giving meaning to the experience in, in that more cognitive way. And I, for me, the psychology needs the grounding absolutely in, in the body and in the somatic uh, grounding of, of, of experience. So there, I, I suppose, the, um, the, you know, the, the cultural split that we've all experienced over centuries of mind-body is a little bit reflected in what I'm talking about here. And, and so the practices that are emerging now in our culture very much from both the somatic and the psychological, I think, uh, about bringing these dimensions of ourselves and of our practices together again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes, hopefully something new and um, in, uh, you know, new understandings emerge out of, out of that process. So, um, you have been practicing as a psychotherapist uh, who integrates a somatic perspective with your psychotherapy. So, what does it? What is it like in your in your practice? What What do you do that's different, say, from uh, colleagues who are um, doing psychotherapy without mm -hmm. that somatic component, mm -hmm. or or how is your somatic approach different from other people who have a a body oriented approach? Mm -hmm. Well, a, a lot of what I use would um, look uh, similar to a, a body psychotherapy approach. I think um, perhaps what I what I might bring from the somatic work is a very uh, subtle understanding of body process. For example, we go into the experience of, of let me give you an example, we, the experience which is foundation of um, the cell. This is our foundation in a sense. And for me, the cell with its membranous uh, skin, if you like, can reflect the experience of the client, um, the way the client experiences their psychological skin or boundary or interface with the world. So that might be a place of very subtle exploration if we were exploring the, the issues around boundaries, around interface. Um, there, are, there are many uh, other options of practicing, for example, it might be through a meditative process, it might be through hands-on um, body work that's bringing awareness to this level of what we experience when we go to embody the cells and the cell membranes. So that gives us information and, uh, about our sense of psychological boundary, a sense of containment, integrity, if you like. So, so, so there is a sense for you that, in a way, from the most basic... Um, part of us the, at the cellular level there is 
a sense of having a boundary and of, you know, using that boundary. And so the therapy is about revisiting, so this is a very basic issue. Uh, yes, absolutely. So the boundary, which I prefer to use the word in face, um, because a lot of people get a little bit of a solid feeling about a boundary. So the, the boundary is an interface between interface, yeah. the inner and the outer, the self and other yeah. aspects of self. And, um, and talks about the breathability of the, uh, the of that interface. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So that there is there is movement and communication. Yeah. between the inner and the outer and um, as, I, as I see it most of the problems that people bring into therapy are in, in, in some way or other to do with difficulties around that containment, communication you know, relation of the inner to the outer so it, in, in some way or other that is going to come up and by sourcing back to our innate cellular being if you like we can we can access information that uh, might have very early roots, might have earliest roots in the embryology, that that can be helpful and and useful in exploring how we are you know now as adults in our interface with with the world and with others, yeah. you know what we might be needing, and a certain amount of what we call movement repatterning, a certain amount of repatterning is. Um, Possible potential at the at the somatic level. So, in what way does one get in touch with that experience of the cell? Through first, it might be through. Um, I wouldn't necessarily do this in a psychotherapy session, but in a teaching context, I would. We would look at pictures. We would have images. Uh, you know, we would talk about the structure and the function and so on. And I might sometimes with a client do this, but that would depend on the situation. I might mm -hmm. be doing it with a client hands-on, so I would be talking them through to imagining the form of a, a cell that's contained by a membrane in the same way that the body is contained by its skin membrane. So it's the microcosm and the macrocosm, and when we access one, we, we can find an access into the subtler level. So we might begin with the skin, and having some awareness of skin, and then imagining uh, the cell beneath the skin with its own membrane. So it starts with a kind of visualizing process, mm -hmm. and then the process of embodiment is terribly difficult to describe it. It, it. it eventually happens where we can feel as if our awareness becomes centered within the body, within the cell, rather than looking at it and visualizing it. We can feel as if we're perceiving from within it, from within the body. So I think that's the essence of somatic work, really, that we're perceiving from within the body. We're not looking at it, imagining it, visualizing it, analyzing it. So we're we come to a sense of feeling from within. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, does that yes. make sense? Yes. And you can even feel it a little bit as we're talking, a little sense of that. Yeah. But, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a very nice way to put that instead of, uh, in a way, having a sense of um, looking at the self from the outside, 
uh, have that sense that comes from inside. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then incredible insight, information, um, wisdom sometimes comes out of 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 the experience when we're really able to center ourselves in in the body tissues in that way. So um, quite quite hard for me to describe that process. It, it, it is what happens when we really are able to. It, 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 it requires a certain letting go of of that cognitive level, um, a, a coming down underneath of our rational thinking processes to access something of the of, of, of the innate. Um, Knowledge of the body, I think, mm-hmm. and, and memory, perhaps, that we hold there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, letting go of um, of that orientation to um, to figure out or to see as if from the outside, and uh, to kind of sense from inside. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So a lot of the work in, in the therapy context might involve you know, inviting the client to, to, to keep sensing into their body and sensing where, you know, to, to, to come to or, or to connect the thinking processes in the body through sensation and then through the sensation, you know, what is the, what is the feeling um, within or behind that, uh, alongside the, the mm-hmm. sensation. So yeah. grounding, grounding the thought process, which is, I think, the common in body psychotherapy. Um, we, we have another language, perhaps, that, that can at times address a more subtle differentiation. You know, are you in your blood in this moment? Is that your heart or is it your stomach or... Is it bone? Is it the feeling of bone or muscle? So we might be bringing a, a subtler differentiation of where the attention is is centering in the body. Yeah. So so again, um, um, talk about sense, sensation. Uh, different schools of uh, somatic psychotherapy put the emphasis in different places. Mm-hmm. Some just on sensation. Some on the the muscles, someone, but you know what you're. What I'm hearing from you is something that is that includes um, a general felt sense as well as some specifics about not just uh, uh, say muscle sensations, but uh, something like the bones, the blood. Uh, yes, absolutely. And this this, um, uh, this is the work I learned uh, from Bonnie Bainbridge-Cohen in the Body-Mind Centering mm-hmm. practice to um, explore, experientially explore all of the different body systems. So I might be sitting with a client and I, I'm feeling a certain energy in, in myself that, that I recognize as belonging to the endocrine system. There's an activation of the endocrine system in that moment, which will feel a little bit different from a client who is in a more organic process. Um, you know, maybe there's something in the digestive system that's really been activated. So there's a, a different quality of energy when they, their experience and their expression is um, located Different, differently in, in different systems. So that, that, that's one of the, the sort of ways that we might be differentiating how mm-hmm. 
how is the person, and, and you know, what might that mean? You know, what uh, d- different energy, different kind of processes coming um, as they center themselves in that way. So this is happening as you were uh, also discussing their issues, or um, you know, how does how does the uh, dance between the um, psychological issues and the somatic um, work take place during a session? Mm-hmm. Well, that obviously varies a great deal, and I do have some clients where we mostly work in in a you know a verbal sitting in the chair context, but I have others where we might be doing a lot more active um, movement work, sometimes body work. So it does vary a lot. But as I'm as I'm listening, I'm I think as you know, in in this is not different from any psychotherapy. I'm I'm endeavouring to also tune into what I'm experiencing, and maybe sometimes I notice something comes to my attention that I'm experiencing in my body in a particular way. So it might be just something that I note I note for future, or it might be something to reflect and bring into the dialogue that could possibly take us into some exploration, maybe a a more internal body sensing exploration, or it might be a movement expression, taking taking that experience into uh, some sort of expression, or it could be that that's information that would later lead into some hands-on work, some more... Uh Focused uh, body work that you know something was calling attention as we were talking as we were dialoguing that uh, we might explore at some point um, in a in that more somatic way. So there's not one particular way of using the information, but uh, it, it's, it's very often about holding the information and um, building a context, finding where the the psychological issues that are being talked about um, and expressed in the relationship interface with the somatic material and the somatic mm-hmm. information that's, that's coming up. And that can also come up in the client's movement, of course, you know, looking for often quite subtle unconscious gestures that the client might be making can be also indicating something that's going on inside of them that we, that we might take into a somatic exploration in some way. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm, I'm listening to you describing this, I have, uh, I'm realizing I have a visual in my mind of, um, say, therapist, client, sitting, two chairs, normal, standard office, conversation going, but superimposed to that, you know, realistic picture, I have this vision of uh, two cells and the space between them as a membrane and that Mm -hmm. communication going back and forth and including some being retained and processed and some of the processing happening inside and some happening in the, uh, you know, the exchange. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a lovely way of putting it, absolutely. An awful lot of the information exchange is not going to be conscious and and there will be some processing that, that goes on without naming it. But by um, if, if I'm able to become 
conscious of, of something that, that's resonating in me in that moment that I, I do believe facilitates the, the process between us in, in, in some way. So it's quite a lot of subliminal work, but the more that, that can be brought into consciousness, I think the more the process can be helped along in some way. Mm-hmm. I'm having, uh, as you're speaking there, I'm having an image from um, one of the aspects of the embryological process, which um, maybe I can just describe this. Great. Because I, I think it relates there. Before, so I'm going into the embryological process about six, seven days. And before the um, structure that's now called a blastocyst, the pre-embryo, embeds and implants into the uterine wall, it hatches. It does this remarkable thing. It hatches. Uh, it's a round sphere of cells. And it's surrounded by a membrane that's a little bit like a suit. I think of it as like a tight suit or maybe one of those rubber diving suits that uh-huh. you can imagine wearing something uh-huh. like that. And it hatches out of this. And it, in that process, the cells on its surface expand. And this is a preparation for, for, for meeting, for the first coming into relationship with the mother, if you are reconnecting with, with the mother. So the process of hatching, um, when they're sitting there in dialogue, like two cells, as you, as you describe, there can be a sense of maybe a tightness, maybe we're withholding, we're still contained, or there can be a sense of having opened up to each other, so there's a real sense of free flow of energy and meeting and the potential uh, connecting, coming into relationship. So that might be one little process that I would be um, reflecting on, you know, how it, it, maybe that comes up in a particular moment for me. Actually. So, so, um, tight suit. Mm. Yeah. So, what you're saying is from that very early point of, say, six days on, um, there is already the, the, um, this is a, a detailing of the experience as an interrelational process. I absolutely I do. As I, the more I study the embryology, I see that um, all of the pathways for developing attachment and social interactions are being explored and embodied through the the process of the embryological forming and, and, and even the pre-embryo. So it's all there somehow in those first few weeks, which is, is an extraordinary process. And can be can be accessed and and then you know brought back into the adult relational context to, to see what we can learn from that and what um, what might be you know what might be processed from that. So how can we actually um, uh, you know bring that into looking at the adult process? Well. It's actually, once uh, a client is familiar with the, the, this um, particular way of somatic embodiment, of, of being, uh, being able to experience the body from within, being able to feel that they, they can perceive from the body and they can 
um, center themselves in, in that way, then it, it's actually a very simple process. You imagine the movement or the structure, the form. So in this instance, the form is to be um, a small clump of cells surrounded by a, a sphere, a containing membrane of cells with this um, t uh, outer covering, outer coat. And then we just simply imagine opening, releasing, letting go of that outer coat. And we do that in relationships. So we explore that in dialogue with a partner. Um, in, I'm talking about a training situation here. Mm -hmm. but I, you know, I'm, I might be doing this with a client where we can do this with, um, with a partner. We have a conversation where we imagine we're contained in this membrane and then we imagine we're stepping out of it and just feeling the difference and it's 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 a very tangible noticeable difference in in the feeling so what we're doing there we're re-embodying that um particular step in the development mm -hmm. through, uh, through our um, internal um sensing feeling embodying process yeah that, that makes sense yes and and what i'm hearing also is that in a way uh, as we're aware of how this is a process that goes at the tiniest level uh, unit, if you want, of our cells uh, and um, goes back in time, uh, there's a sense of in embodying it and in, in relieving it, a sense of connecting also with something larger than just the experience of, of a moment and a self in the moment. I, I absolutely yes, and uh, the the the, um, the pre-embryo the stage has has no nervous system. It has no concept, um, so it is existing in in a it is existing in the, the the larger sense of the universe. I think in a way. So 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 definitely, I think these early processes really um, connect us to to that sense of of, of source of spirit, if if you like. So it feels like at the same time as there is um, a, a healing aspect in the uh, biology of it, there is also a healing aspect in a spiritual sense, a sense of having a, an understanding, a sense of connecting to uh, our own place in the universe. I think that's absolutely right. People do seem to find that connection. As we go... Um, I just like to use a model that comes from um, called process psychotherapy for a moment. They uh -huh. they talk about source being and self. And I find this a really useful way to um, framework for, for for talking about this work. At this earlier stage, there there is no sense of self as we as we adult you know know it in our adult sense. But I think these early processes are able to connect us to a sense of being often before um, disruption, before the splitting that might come through um, through traumas and development. There's, there's a potential for connecting to something that's very resourcing, sense of well-being that, that, that connects us to that sense of being and to that uh, sense of spiritual or, or Source, if if you like, mm -hmm. so I th 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 there's a potential there for a p profound uh, reconnection 
which can really be a, a source of, of healing or, or at least of support for exploring you know, places of trauma, places of wounding, disruption later on in, in the development. And, and that is often what, what people seem to experience there, that there, there is something uh, before all of those journeys into mm-hmm. coming into form and coming into into self that uh, and all the difficulties and pain around that that there can be places that are deeply resourcing and healing can be connected to through this this work yeah so that sense of having that deep experience of well-being absolutely yes And just going back, uh, backtracking a little bit, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say that what we might do in the um, in the therapy room with that particular example I, I gave you about hatching, we might develop that into uh, what's um, quite a familiar work, I think, in body psychotherapy, where we might be standing and facing each other then to sort of really bring it into the adult uh, relational perspective and then explore how that is to be in the room together with that sense of being closed um, still in our shell if you like and opening out and just you know that would that could be the beginning of our process of uh, of looking at what what comes up there you know what what fears or come up or what um, uh, you know what might have been uh, causing us to continue to hold on to that early place of um, I'm, I'm calling it withholding because if we stay with a layer of protection too long it feels like a withholding rather than a containing, protecting membrane. Mm-hmm. So if we stay too long there um, you know, we, we can start to explore feelings might come up around that uh, and how it is to release ourselves from that. So that that, that that could open an area of exploration around uh, why we might have held on to some stage of the development, why it maybe didn't feel safe enough, mm-hmm. for example. So that that's taking it forward into the uh, into the uh, developing personality patterns, attachment patterns, and so on. Yes. So so what I'm hearing is also there is. Um a sense of um, um, going into different levels, crossing different levels, uh, cross-experiencing from, mm-hmm. say, early stage of development to uh, the present adult relationship, from uh, mm-hmm. something that's uh, deeply symbolic to um, the inner experience of what happens in the moment. Um, there's a lot of that going back and forth of yes. different levels. Yes, yes. Yeah, and uh, sometimes we're working explicitly with that. But th- th- you know, there may be times when, um, if the client's not ready to work at that level, I'm I'm holding that as information and processing it my, in my own understanding of what's happening. But but that's that's the potential to work in in through those those levels and it can be quite profound. And uh, you know, when 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 the client is is ready to step into that level of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Linda, as we're coming to the end of this conversation, 
Is there something that you would want to add or conclude with? Um, I suppose I can just on on that what we've been discussing. Um, I would say that in sourcing back to this embryological work, what I'm finding is that my two um, threads of interest, which have always been been present for me, the somatic work and the the personal or spiritual. Um, approach to, to, to psychotherapy really seem to be coming together there, which is a very exciting mm-hmm. place to be, be working to, to really coming together in an experiential way. That sense, as you were, you were saying earlier, that opening through that, going into that very subtle in, internal and early work, opening into the the the, the, lar- the, the sense of something larger than us. Mm. Mm. Thanks for sharing that with us. Mm, thank you. My pleasure. This recording is part of the Somatic Mindfulness and Relational Psychotherapy podcast. See the website relationalimplicit.com